So now we get to do this uh, fun part of the service, which we have called Questions for Queer Folks. So this was an idea that Katie came up with. I'm just going to give her the credit. Oh, it was Miranda. Okay. Here's what we're going to do then. I'm going to get. I'm going to give the two of you who are joining me up here today the opportunity to, um, to introduce yourselves. And Miranda, why don't you describe the thinking behind why you thought we should do this? One, I'm still learning. Uh, even though um, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm gay. Uh, surprise. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm always learning. And, and the thing is, is like. I'm learning from my my peers. I'm learning from the youth. I'm learning from even small children, which is, I mean, it's beautiful. So, uh, so yeah, I was like, you know, hey, if I'm learning, my guess is I I'm engulfed in it. The people that aren't, they're learning too. So let's do it. Let's do it. All right, and the Pip, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, uh, I'm Piper Jones. I use they, them pronouns. Um, specifically, I am bisexual and gender non-conforming, which falls under the umbrella of non-binary, which falls under the larger umbrella of transgender. Uh, basically, what that means for me is that while there are specific like expectations or roles or ideas of what a man or a woman should be, I have traits that fall under both of those lists if you think of gender as a binary. Uh, but regardless of whether my stubbornness, my independence, my soft-heartedness, my caringness is classed as this is a masculine or a feminine trait. I'm like, no, they're not. They're just me. <laughs> These are my traits. So, um, yeah. All right. Why don't we start then with this is a really good segue into the the question. It was supposed to be the second question, but we're just going to be free That's flying right, here. Um, we have, so we have a sign that's inside that says, welcome to the Grove, um, share your name and your pronouns. And uh, pronouns are a newer thing to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's curiosity, like a genuine curiosity, what, I what sharing your pronouns is or what the significance of that is. So do you mind speaking to that? Yeah. Um, language always carries meaning. You know, that's why we use it to communicate. And to have your pronouns known and acknowledged uh, shows that people respect and see you for who you are. Um, it's, to think of an example, if I were to call you uh, Jerry instead of Jeremy, it, like that would make you uncomfortable, right? <laughs> if, if we were to, uh, like I don't know you from anyone. <laughs> um, but to be addressed in a way that makes you feel seen mm -hmm. um, and not just as, oh, I'm assuming these things about you because this is how you present yourself. It's, um, yeah, j just a matter of respect, really. Yeah, okay, that's fantastic. Um, the next question, this is a broad one. What does pride mean to you? So I'll start with Miranda. What does yeah. pride mean to you? Uh, pride to me means uh, proud. You know, being proud of the way that, how we got to where we are. Um, the fight that uh, my great aunts, they were together for 60 plus years, and the fights that they took to get to where I am today. Um, when they, they marched, they fought, we marched, we fought. And it's, the march and the fight never stops. It, it's just, there's always something to march and to fight for. But it's also, you know, just being proud, being proud of who you are and being able to say, yep, this is who I am. I'm not ashamed. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, me as a person is 
just as good as as an, any other person. And uh, you know, looking at that pride also to me means like it's a party week. It's a party month. Party yeah. month. <laughs> there are a lot of colors. There are a lot of festivals and a lot of food. So uh, it is. And then friends. You know. So yeah. like this whole month of pride is kind of just a, a, a fun month. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree about all the, the celebration of the people who have come before us. And to me, it's also uh, a matter of remembering those who weren't able to be here. Mm -hmm. uh, for So last June, I lost a, a dear friend of mine, a beautiful gay man who did uh, drag up in St. Cloud, uh, lost him to suicide because he didn't have affirming spaces, felt like he couldn't be fully himself in the world we live in and that I think about him a lot and think about the impact he made on our community and the just by being himself opened doors for so many other to follow after him and uh, <laughs> I have a bunch of statistics here because uh, with according to the Trevor Project 2022 national survey on uh, queer youth mental health um, 45% of queer youth have attempted suicide in the past year. Only one third of kids uh, experience uh, acceptance from their parents. An another third are completely rejected by their families. And like a third of them don't feel like they can fully disclose who they are until they're adults because they don't feel safe. And the idea that we have come so far from the Stonewall Uprising in 1969 and all of the advocacy that has happened to make the, the world as welcoming it a, as it is now, and there's still so far to go for universal equality. So it's a celebration and a party, but also like a marker of what we still have to do and the work that is yet to be done so that everyone can celebrate. Yeah. Um, you, you alluded to it a little bit, Piper, and I'm gonna talk about it in a little bit. Um, LGBTQ folks and the church have a complicated history. Yep. Hmm. So one of the questions that, that we got is, how has your relationship with God changed after coming out? Um, and maybe you can address, like, uh, what was it like before? And then how has it changed since? Does that question make sense? Yeah. Okay. Take it wherever you want. Um, so I, I grew up in Catholic schools, uh, so um, fun, fun. Uh, Left-handed lesbian in the church was not not welcomed much. Uh, so for me, when I was young, uh, I remember going to confession and going into confession saying, I yelled at my parents. And they said, to our fathers, four Hail Marys. I thought, okay, this is the time for me to say, say more. So I was like, I've got a crush on a girl. And all of a sudden, the father says, 50 are fathers, 75 Hail Marys. I'm sitting there in sixth grade saying, oh, my goodness. I, I don't think, I think yelling at my parents was a lot worse in my head. As I'm sitting there in the pews, everybody is up and left. They're waiting on me. And I'm, I'm thinking they probably thought I killed somebody. Really, I mean, I'm just, I'm there that long. And as I walked out, and I'm still saying the prayers in my head because I knew, I was thinking, well, if I don't say the prayers, I'm going to have to do more Our Fathers, more Hail Marys. I was thinking, this isn't what he would want. And I remember one word from my grandma, uh, who, with my, my gay aunts, and she said, God gave you one heart, and that heart was to love that person. And ooh, who dug it? Um, and she goes, as long as it's not a goat. Uh, so <laughs> I, 
I was, I, and she, she loved her sisters, and she loved her sister's partner, and I knew that she would accept me for who I was. Um, I, later on, she, she knew that when I came out to her, I was in my 20s. Uh, so it took a long time, but she she knew long before that. Um, my mom would vouch for that. She uh, said when I was two years old, she's like, I, I think she's gay. Um, I just wish they told me. Uh, so um, now going to into today, um, I, w I drew uh, a distance from the church after that. And then my wife said, hey, you got to come over to this church. It's nice. And I will say my bond with God has grown tremendously. Um, it's it's not just that it's a community too. It's like knowing that all these people are, have my back. I, I didn't come in here at any point and felt like I was outcast or anything like that. And it was, uh, it was remarkable. And just to, to have that faith again is, it's crazy. Uh, and I preach about it to my friends. I, I talk to my coworkers. I say it to my neighbors and it's a good feeling. Yeah. I totally get, uh, the idea of people seeing who you are before you figured it out for yourself. Um, <laughs> growing up, I grew up out in Chippewa County, which is two and a half hours across the state. And uh, in a rural community, it seems like the worst thing you can possibly be is queer of any variety, whether that's gay or transgender. Or The amount of bullying I faced growing up uh, was just absolutely ridiculous. And I hadn't even figured out that I was those things yet. Uh, so I think my relationship with God changed when I finally found a safe context to acknowledge that I can be who God created me to be and still like be loved by the divine. Um, for, gosh, I think a lot of my growth as a queer person and a person of faith uh, has been done in tandem and it at times at odds as well because um, I came out just before finding my, my church, um, came out as bisexual and then was exploring that and figured out my gender identity about five years later. And all of this was being done while I was in a, a mega church setting uh, that preached very much the, the gospel of grace as opposed to what I was taught back home, which was kind of straighten up and fly right or you're going into the pit, you know? Um, so acknowledging that God's love is unconditional, no strings attached, and knowing that no matter who I am or what I do, I'm still going to be held in the loving arms of the Father, you know? Uh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you both. Um, two more questions, and these are largely around, like, being a good ally. Um, th the first one is about screw-ups um, and, like, acknowledging that screw-ups are going to happen. And so... Um, what would you? What kind of advice would you give to us who are allies, who are inevitably, inevitably going to screw up, like when it comes to misgendering someone? Um, and we've got a lot of kids out here, a lot of parents out here. What advice would you give to us as parents who have kids who might say something that um, misgenders or is is a screw up because they're kids and they say things. <laughs> yeah, they the kids, they are kids yeah. and they say things. <laughs> I find that kids are very uh, adaptable and like probably the easiest to get to like adjust to different pronouns. Uh, when uh, I've been interacting with uh, a friend of mine who has four littles and uh, they knew me for the longest time as she, her. 
And then recently, after coming out, th they've had to make that adjustment to the they, them pronouns and saying, mom's, uh, I was, like, adju not addressing me as their mom's girlfriend, but as just mm. a friend. Um, and to uh, just gently correct. It's not a matter of, oh, you messed up, slap on the wrist. It's like, oh, no, hey, it's just they, them, friend, person, whatever. Uh, it's not so much a, uh, I'm so mad that you are mi misgendering me. It's like, it's a learning curve, you know? It's a gentle adjustments. Yeah, I, I think just the big thing right now is, is doing what you guys, everybody's doing is asking questions and being open. I think that, you know, and then knowing that we're all gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna make them too. I mean, that's why I'm up here is because I wanted to learn more. I wanted to see the questions that would come out. Um, I think that as for being, you know, a good ally, it's, it's, you know, being able to say, you know what, I don't know, what, what are your pronouns? Or asking, yeah, just again, asking the questions. Um, those are always good ways. And just, I'm probably the least offended person that you will ever meet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I ask away, because I'd rather you ask questions than assume. And there are going to be people who are going to be a little more defensive about their identities because they have been met with such aggression or like abrasive questions and just uh, again it boils down to kindness and respect like you wouldn't bury your nose in anyone else's sex life so you shouldn't ask invasive questions about that sort of thing but just to acknowledge like okay this is your identity it's different from what I've experienced life but tell me more about you and just being adaptable and flexible I, I guess yeah yeah what <laughs> oh somebody's Siri is talking? Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, is, am I watching it? No, she wants um, the conversation. <laughs> w one, one thing that we did want to note is both of you volunteered to be yeah. up here. And like that, that's a, that can be a key thing, too, is that these two are very open, very willing, wanting to, to field questions. And that's not just like anybody else. That's not necessarily going to be the case for everybody. And yeah. so even being respectful of of that is important. Uh, so uh, the last question that I want to ask is around, again, it's an ally question, but this person is saying, what is actually not helpful or is in fact harmful, perhaps, from someone who is trying to be an ally? Anything? You know, I mean, I've, I, to me, sometimes it, if somebody comes off too abrasive for I, I'm trying to figure out the words for it. Like if, um, for example, uh, I go by she, her. Um, somebody says, calls me, you know, hey, man. Okay, that's not my pronouns. And if somebody else got more aggressive with that, if an ally got more aggressive with it, because aggression in this community doesn't, it doesn't, anger doesn't get far. You know, I Definitely mean, it's, uh, the, you can be assertive, but angry is, there's a difference. Um, and I think that that would be the, the big part for me is, you know, it's like, I'll speak up and I appreciate you have my back, but anger, we don't need anger. No, no more anger. Yeah. Well, and I, uh, I would say that listening to people who fall somewhere under the rainbow and letting them lead and just kind of taking cues from uh, queer people in general mm -hmm. uh, and not trying to be the one to steamroll on our behalf, because uh, change does need to happen but it's also a process and it's not something that can be forced mm -hmm. um, 
I, I've seen people just try to like strong arm other people into, oh yeah, you have to be loving and accepting because th you need to get with the times, that sort of thing. It's, uh, again, change and growth is a process. It's not an overnight like, and now suddenly everyone's hunky-dory, you know? It's uh, a matter of time and it's a matter of like, making the effort to be understanding and not trying to just force things to happen. Yeah. Seeds that grow, Jeremy. Seeds <laughs> that grow. What did I miss? That's right. <laughs> uh, the final question, which is we're going to like push, literally push off to the side, is about resources. Resources, even and especially for allies. We have a whole table, two tables over there, that are full of books and other resources. Piper came in with a box this morning. It was awesome. You could say I'm very into the queer theology thing, you know? <laughs> so there's a, there's a whole... There's a whole two tables that are full of stuff. Do not walk away with them. Please. Uh, if you want to look at them, take a picture of them, go and get them for yourselves, great. Um, we also recently put out this thing for the Grove, caring for LGBTQI folks, um, that you might be interested in. Take, you can take this. You're welcome to take this uh, and, and walk away with it. Any, any further comments that, you, that the two of you would like to share while you have the mic. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to say thank you. Like, for, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being so accepting, for asking the questions, for no judgment, for letting anyone and everyone of every type, uh, size, shape, gender, color, you know, backgrounds, it doesn't matter. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to be hanging out for a bit after the service as well. So if you have more questions on, like, books to look into uh, organizations for like queer theology sort of things. Um, I work with an organization called Refuge Faith Community that like specializes in helping uh, queer people of faith find a community. Uh, so I've also got an entire list of podcasts if you want that sort of thing to listen to. So just find me after service. <laughs> All right. Hey, Piper, Miranda, thank you. Let's give them a hand.